Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for some football talk? This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Welcome, welcome, welcome. From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at VoiceAmerica.com. Man, what an interesting week we had this past week. Uh, man, you know, the NFL just had to, uh, what's leading the, the, the storylines this weekend, uh, from this weekend is, uh, 49ers and Detroit game ended with sparks and fire about the, about these guys about to, uh, go at it. And we're talking about coach, uh, Jim Harbaugh goes over to Shakes coach uh, Jim Swartz's hand, and uh, when he shook his hand too hard, or did he slap uh, coach uh, Jim Swartz on the back too hard and shoved him out of the way? Man, those are the questions that's trying to be answered today. And you know, I think it was. Uh, Taken out of context here by Coach Jim Schwartz from the Detroit Lions. He had a situation where he lost the game and uh, a jubilant uh, Jim Harbaugh come across the field to shake his hands. And, uh, of course, they got to go into the same tunnel after the game. And uh, Coach Harbaugh shows the same intensity and excitement as uh, Coach Schwartz does when he wins a game. Uh, now he's being a little <laughs> hypocritical here by not uh, allowing him, which is Jim Harbaugh, to show his excitement and flair for winning and enjoying the taste of victory after a, a freshly won game. So a little bit of taste in Coach Schwartz, uh, Jim Schwartz's mouth, and uh, boy, some MMA type of stuff just... Uh, flared up afterwards and uh of course it came after that shake of the hand and a pushing and shoving of mr jim swartz coach jim swartz out of the way that's what flared him up and uh i think it was taken out of context and you know coach jim swartz he's he can't be that way he can't have it both ways when he wins He's giving you that big fist, that uh, Tiger Woods fist up like he's shoving it up your six and, and enjoying the moment uh, with his team and his crowd. And uh, 
and like he just shoved it up to uh, up to Yahoo for the opponent when he when he uh, when he's getting his win. Now when it's done to him, he doesn't like it. So you know he got to eat a little crow. Uh, go back to the drawing board and try to whip up another winning ingredients for the next day. You can't be that way, big fella. Come on now, Coach Jim Swartz. You guys been doing really well, and uh, you lost the game. And uh, you guys are sitting really, really on top of your division right now. So nothing to be ashamed of, but to go back to the drawing board and uh, try to whip, whip, whip up another winning ingredient to go into the next week. But... <sighs> no fines were given out. That's the good news. No fines were given out for about this situation. It will resolve without fines and or any suspensions. But you know that uh, this uh, does spills over to you the character of your team, and you don't want your players out there uh, being poor sports, and we don't definitely want our kids to be poor sports either. So that's uh, that's part of the problem with that so all right we want to move on to the next subject and uh, we want to talk about the scores and highlights of of uh some of the games we had this weekend uh boy i tell you and you know this thing just keeps on getting better every week and uh with the top game that uh uh, we saw last night was the Chicago Bears playing the Vikings, and uh, man, I tell you, thirty-nine to ten, and you have uh, McNabb is uh, having trouble once again. He's having trouble once again, and, uh, and it, is it the end of Donovan McNabb's career? You know, uh, he's he, he had a number of successful years down in Philadelphia. And of course, it, uh, he did not fare well in Washington, and now he's with, uh, stint here with the Vikings. And I tell you what, I liked about Chicago. Chicago made some sideline adjustments, uh, in which I wanted the Cardinals to make the week before, uh, against the Cardinals. Cardinals played the Chicago Bears. Uh, not the Chicago Bears, they played the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And with that uh, defensive end with Chicago, not Chicago, uh, uh, it's uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my goodness. Jared Allen is just f- uh, ferocious coming off that corner, and he's relentless. He comes off that corner, and the tackles need a little help. What I saw with the Chicago Bears helping there offensive lineman out by chipping that uh, defensive end of Jared Allen and that helped him immensely so that Cutler could have some time in the pocket and boy it paid off with a big victory Uh, Chicago rattled off 16 points uh, in the first quarter 10 points in the second and third and then they capped it off with a three-pointer in the fourth quarter, which resulted in a 39-10 to victory for Chicago Bears. And what a victory for them. And, um, you know, hard work. And, of course, the running game. You got uh, 
uh, Forte ran, rushed 17 carries for 87 yards, and that that uh, was a big contribution to the uh, to the game, along with Hester with that big run of uh, Hester getting those big runs, and uh, boy, he just continues to to make the big plays on special teams, and you gotta give a hats off to that big fella. All right, we want to move it on to our next game is Carolina 17 and Atlanta 31, and it looks like Atlanta is going to be the beast of the of the South going into this uh, middle portion of the season. And uh, I tell you, I just this young kid Newton just keeps putting up the numbers, and, uh, you know, he also turns the ball over in key situations. This this is is what puts him into trouble. So here you have a young quarterback that uh, has a gun and has a really, really good rushing legs, and uh, but he turns the ball over in key situations, and that's the – that's the name of the game here. You cannot turn the ball over and expect to win. So he had uh, three interceptions, and I believe he also fumbled the ball. So those are situations you can't do uh, for your ball club, and that's too bad for the Carolina Panthers. They're one and five, and uh, the Falcons is three and three. Uh, I believe. Uh, I believe New Orleans still is the, in the lead for that for the South in the NFC South. All right, the Colts lose against the Bengals and twenty-seven seventeen, a ten-point lead. The Bengals are four and two, and uh, they are sneaking up on everybody. No one ever thought that they would do this without Carson. Palmer, and now they are, and what a find uh, they have with this uh, with this quarterback. And I just, my goodness, Dalton, you know, he's uh, 264 yards passing, one uh, TD, and of course Benson is uh, he's uh, still being productive, and in uh, the running game was uh, 16 carries, 57 yards, one TD. Didn't have to do too much, but uh, enough to win. I tell you, they are sneaking up on people, and of course their record is four and two, and two and one at home. And the coach just keeps losing. Looks like they're going to be in the sweepstakes for that uh, that that luck kid coming out of Stanford. Boy, that's going to come down to it, isn't it? All right, let's move it along. We have San Francisco plays the Detroit Lions. We talked about this situation here, but the game. And the score with the 49ers 25, Lions 19, and uh, boy, it was a close game. It was a very close game and uh, a bitter, a bittersweet win uh, because uh, of this situation that happened at the end the, and with uh, with the two coaches. And we're going to hear more about that as the week progresses and the season moves along. All right, St. Louis three, Green Bay. 24. Of course, Green Bay is still chugging along with Rodgers, just lighting it up, and uh, he's having a fantastic year. And once again, 321 yards, he threw one interception, 
And uh, St. Louis has Jackson rush for 18 carries with 96 yards, and he's still being productive, but on a losing team. Oh, boy. The Rams, are they're going to be in them sweepstakes, too, for Mr. But they got a good quarterback. I don't know what they're going to do with another one, but they're going to be in the sweepstakes. All right, let's move it along. Uh, from Buffalo and New York Giants, we have... Uh, a really close game with the Giants winning 24 to 20, uh, 27-24 against the Bills and, uh, the Bills are doing really well this way, this year as well in that AFC. All right. Jacksonville against Pitt. Pittsburgh Steelers beat them with a close one, 17 to 13 and, uh, Pittsburgh is just not going to go away quietly. The Jaguars are struggling, but uh, we're going to keep an eye on them down the home stretch. And the last one before we go on the break, we got the Oakland Raiders 24, Cleveland 17. Another close game, and I tell you, Man, you're talking about some really great ball games this year and uh, not, not many blowouts. And I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back right after these messages. And stay tuned from Under the Helmet from Air to Dark. flagship station for sports voice america sports we some hard hitters we some hard hitters hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show your hosts are nfl veterans mark mcmillan and co-host byron evans it's an hour of hater free radio every week you'll hear interviews with top athletes celebrities coaches and fans it's humor hits and conversation Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. He'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. For Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's out the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7trey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard, and I want to finish my roundup off with, oh, I believe we left off with Oakland beating Cleveland 24-17, to and we have the Baltimore Ravens uh, uh, beat uh, the Houston Texans 29-14, to and, uh, you know, that defense is real stingy down there with Ravenland, but we also had Anquan Bowden that put, uh, put together some big numbers of Eight receptions for 132 yards. Uh, that's Anquan. That's what Anquan does. But Rice also put up some big numbers with 23 carries for 101 yards with uh, as, as the running back. Flacco, 305 yards and one interception. I'm liking what they're doing down there in Baltimore, especially with that defense. And we also have Dallas loses to the New England Patriots. This one just hurt so bad because the score was so close, and I thought the, the Cowboys were going to pull it out, and you just can't give Peyton, man, uh, Mr. Uh, Brady this much time on the clock with the, the last few minutes on the clock. You can't give him that much time. So you gave him all over two minutes. He took it down to the last at the end, and, uh, of course, they scored and won, won the ball game. Close, close win, and uh, that drops the Cowboys from two to three in uh, in the overall, and Patriots up five to one in their overall standings. And I tell you, boy, that was a close one, and uh, those are the ones that hurt. And then you have Tampa Bay beats the Nolan State uh, Saints twenty six to twenty. They did not only lose the game, they lost their coach. The coach broke his tibia and also uh, tore his ACL up in his knee, and he's got to be on the road to recovery. So to not only lose the ball game, but to lose your coach at the same time, boy, a double whammy, uh, and that hurts as well. All right, we already talked about Chicago and Minnesota, and tonight we have the New York Jets facing Miami, and, uh, you know, the Jets are just hungry for a win. They're looking for somebody to get healthy on, and they found somebody down there in Miami. All right, that's going to be our Monday night tip top of the night uh, to, to round off our NFL football th- deals going on, but... I want to know, is Chicago, uh, other than Chicago beating up uh, the Vikings, what is going to be the fallout with this McNabb situation? Are they going to go with McNabb, uh, or are they going to bring in the rookie going in next week? I believe they're playing Green Bay. So this is going to be a tough one. For them to uh, uh, to to press up on this one, who is they going to start in Minnesota land coming up this week with the Vikings playing Green Bay? Is that going to be it for Mister McNabb? You know, I think McNabb, McNabb got a lot of juice left in the tank. 
but uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be with the Vikings. So we're going to have to wait and see how this is going to shake out. And uh, I don't know. It's you know, is it time for him to let it go? I don't think so. I think he should. Uh, um, Maybe go along with the team to be a backup. Uh, he'd be an awesome backup quarterback to help a young player uh, come along. And you got Green Bay coming to Minnesota. And if you're going to bring this young kid in, let him come in and play. Um, it would be a good time for Donovan to be a good mentor to this young man. And if he has to come in and rescue this kid and, and fin- do the finishing touches on the game to close out a game, that's not a bad idea. But uh, you're going to have to start it with this young kid sooner or later. Why not now? Let him get his growing pains out the way. You're already on the losing end of most of these battles. So this doesn't mean you're throwing a towel in for the season. But let this guy earn his keep, get his playing time in, learn the system, and he's not going to get any better sitting on the sidelines. He's got to get in the ball game. All right. I said enough about the McNabb, but I'm I like McNabb. He's from area. He lives here in the off season and I see an awful lot of him. I just hate to see a young man go so soon, but it and it's not so soon. This is about his what, his thirteenth, fourteenth year in the NFL. It's uh we've just been spoiled to the way he's been able to carry his professionalism as well as his winning ways on the field. He's been to a number of NFC championship games but have not won the big game, and that's the sad part about it. All right. New Orleans not only lost their coach, they lost uh, not only lost the game, they lost their coach, and of course he uh, went into a successful uh, surgery this morning to repair repair his ACL as well as uh, broken tibia. And uh, well wishes for you, coach, and hope you get well soon. All right, uh, we have Atlanta wins. Uh, with the legs of Turner, and I like the way they're doing this pounding ground with the Atlanta Falcons, and man, what do they have to look forward to coming this week? Uh, I believe Atlanta is at Detroit. Boy, 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 this is going to be a good one uh, this weekend in Detroit, and uh, Detroit Lions uh, uh, has that stingy defense, and I tell you, that's that is going to be an awesome game to see. All right. We have the Chicago makes his sideline adjustments uh, uh, to a game uh, that the Cardinals, I saw, did not make their adjustments to prior week. I am upset on how the Chicago Bears had the opportunity to watch film of the Cardinals play Minnesota Vikings Jared Allen out there at the defensive end. He's got a, a bunch of sacks off the Cardinals the previous week. And now here comes the Chicago Bears. They saw what the Cardinals did, and they made their adjustments both in the film room prior to the game, during the game, and at halftime. They came out and made their adjustments by putting the tight end out there. They also mixed it up by chipping the running back, the full back. They did a lot of work in the in the film room on learning from the mistakes of the Cardinals 
on how they made these were unable to, the Cardinals were unable to make their sideline adjustments during the game and or prior to the game, knowing that you're going to have to have some help out there with that young man, Jared Allen, out there bringing the heat off that corner, putting that rat-a-tat-tat on your quarterback. Don't let it happen, baby. But you know what? The Cardinals let it happen. And uh, the Chicago Bears took some notes. And uh, I'm pretty sure that quarterback Cutler has some say-so on that, too, because he's been getting smacked around pretty well this year, and he's just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And he turned it around and said, look, somebody got to pay attention to this. Give me just a little bit of time. Chip this man, nip this man, do something to help a guy out so I'm able to get the ball out. Good job for the Chicago Bears. Way to go. All right, Colts. The, the, the Indianapolis Colts going to bring back Peyton Manning, or is it is it over for Peyton Manning? I, You know, I'm kind of perplexed on what to do. Um, right now the season is... Uh, the season's at a loss. I don't think they're going to recover back from this season. Uh, I think uh, Peyton Manning, I think he will be able to play maybe next year or in the future. I don't think it's over for him. But, boy, once they start uh, cutting into your neck and doing all that stuff in your neck, it's uh, it's not good. You're messing with your neurological uh, nerves and, 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 and brain matter. You don't want to mess with that once they, once they cut you open. But with technology now today, it's totally different than it was when I played. Everything has changed. The, the recovery and the rehab on all parts of the body, whether it's orthopedic or neurological, they have improved immensely over these past 10 years. And uh, I do think Peyton Manning is going to have a chance to come back into the NFL and get it done. Yes, I do. I do think. I got, I'm just a little optimistic about it. And, you know, I just, I just don't want to see the man go just yet. Come on now. Hey, I know there's some folks that still want, want to see Peyton Manning come out there and get it done. All right. The leaders in the NFC East right now would be the New York Giants are four and two and the Washington Redskins is three and two in the NFC East right now. And um, I would have never thought it was gonna be the New York Giants and Washington Redskins. I had the Giants and uh the well actually the Philadelphia and Dallas at the top of this division. And uh boy was I wrong. All right. In the NFC North I have at the top of the division is uh, Green Bay still the only team undefeated in the entire league right now. And Detroit is 5-1. and one. And, uh, boy, I tell you, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit is doing, getting it done and doing it well. Good job. 
All right, Tampa Bay is leading the division four and two with uh, the Saints tied with them at four and two as well. And we know what happened this past weekend. How this is going to affect the team by not having the coach on the sideline? I don't know, but I saw him on the sideline with his leg up uh, when he has had his knee tore up and his tibula broken. So this young man is going to he's not play, but find a way to get out there on that field and coach his ball club and earn his living. I like the moxie about him, but he may have to stay home because I don't want him on the sideline drugged up like that. All right, the NFC West. You have a top of the division here is San Francisco 49ers. Boy, Jim Harbaugh has gotten these guys turned around. We're 5-1. and one. Seattle is behind them at two and three and of course the cardinals are one and four and uh the st louis rams is zero and five and nobody saw this coming other than uh, uh myself i knew the san francisco 49ers was going to be good but not this good i didn't have a clue man what how this division is turning out to be uh uh uh, very competitive, and uh, last year wasn't as uh, we couldn't say that about this division last year. All right, I want to move on to the AFC and talk about this New England Patriots is five and one, leading the AFC West and Buffalo four and two. Buffalo four and two in this division. Who would have thought they would be on top of the Jets, while the Jets are still two and three overall. In the AFC North, we have Baltimore leading this division with Cincinnati 4-2 and and Pittsburgh 4-2. and Look at the log jam in this division. Boy, somebody going to get left out the playoffs. I wonder who it's going to be. In the AFC South, we have Tennessee three and two and Houston three and three. Jacksonville is one and five. It's the haves and have-nots in this division. Some folks gonna get left home if they don't put the mustard down and catch up. We have the AFC West. The top of this division is four and one with San Diego and Oakland four and two. Kansas City is bringing up the rear two and three, and Denver just don't look like no hope is alive. It's down there in Denver in the mile high. I don't know what they're going to do down there, but they got to get it right and get it tight because, boy, it's shaping up to be a no-brainer stainer on that one. They better get it ready because here they come. All right. We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back, and we're going to talk about some college football with who's on the top of the standings and what's going on in the BCS and talk about that Heisman watch. Let's take a tic-tac and bring it right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports. 
featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. School to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard here at voiceamerica.com. Hey, we want to just kick off this uh, third segment with uh, the top the top of the AP college rankings is LSU at number 1 this week. And wow, this they just keep right on rolling along and I can't believe how they just keep rolling right along and uh they got they're facing Auburn this week and uh at the at Tiger Stadium and this is going to be a, a barn burner and uh they just they just ran right through Tennessee and and uh and prior to that I guess they they beat uh uh the Florida Gators so man it just they just keep right on rolling along and I don't <laughs> I know this is going to be a tough one facing Auburn but uh Auburn Auburn ain't no joke so we're going to have to see how this one's going to going to pan out with them and then we will know Alabama is ranked number 2 and uh they are. They just finished up with Ole Miss, beating uh, Ole Miss fifty-two to seven, and they're going in there facing Tennessee this weekend uh, at Tennessee. So it's going. That's going to be a good one. But uh, uh, I don't think Tennessee going to stand a chance with Alabama because uh, the tide roll tide is. Uh, they rolling pretty good this year, and uh, they have a nice balanced attack. And they are just, they got no quit in them. 
And, of course, we got Oklahoma ranked number three. They played Kansas this week, and it's just another stomp down of a 47-17. And uh, the prior week before Kansas, they played Texas, and they beat Texas 55-17. And uh, next week they're getting ready to play the Texas Texas Tech Raiders, Red Raiders down there in Oklahoma. So this is going to be another good one uh, as well. And uh, and that is uh, Oklahoma in the number three in Wisconsin. Nobody saw this coming with Wisconsin, but I tell you, you know, they beat Indiana fairly well at 59-7, and they're getting ready to play them Michigan State Spartans, boy. They, they are on a, they like jelly, and they're on the road themselves. So, this is going to be a good one, and, uh, it's not going to get any easier for, uh, the, the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, going into Michigan State and, and Ohio State. Boy, they got a tough schedule going down the stretch with, with Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois, and Penn State to finish off the season. They got a tough schedule ahead of them, and boy, they're going to be deserving of some top rankings once uh, they get in this thing. They're going to be uh, ready for some top ranking here, and uh, this coach, this quarterback, uh, is uh, turned out to be a nice find for them. And um, it's too bad he he's going to be a one hitter quitter, and and look like he may be uh, in and out of here in in one year and one season because the kid is just uh just totally awesome. He's putting up some really nice numbers and playing very well um for himself as well as his university. So oh boy, it's gonna be something special to see down the stretch here to see the Wisconsin Badgers six and oh ranked number four and at the top of the the top twenty five colleges in the in the rankings, the AP rankings. Now, the surrounding off the top five is Boise State. Boise State is, uh, you know, they just keep right on rolling. They they, uh, they, uh, they play a really nice schedule with Colorado State uh, beating Colorado 63-13. They got Air Force next week. They also played uh, the Fresno State Bulldogs last week and beat them 57-7. So they have an enormous amount of talent and speed on that team, and they have that two-minute offense that they keep running. And, boy, they just keep right on coming. Nice, nice, nice to see them guys on that bluegrass, that Kentucky bluegrass that they have down in Boise, uh, Boise, Idaho, I tell you. Narrowing off the number six spot is Oklahoma State at six and zero, oh, and uh, Stanford at number seven. Stanford has a really nice balanced attack as well for offensively and defensively. They just keep coming, and they have some nice corners covering back there too. Clemson is number eight, and they beat Maryland uh, forty six to forty five. 
uh, 56 to 45, and they have New uh, North Carolina coming up next, and uh, they round off at number eight. And Oregon is number nine at five and one, and the only team they lost to is uh, LSU, and that's what keeps them in the top ten because the the only team that beat them is the one that's number one in the country, and Oregon is so awesome on that offense. They just Every three to four seconds, they're running another play right in your face. And they just keep bringing it offensively with that speed attack. Arkansas is 5-1 and one at number 10. And they were at Ark, uh, or Ole Miss this past week. Uh, well, they had a bye. They, uh, they had a bye. They, they, they last played against uh, Auburn. They beat Auburn 38-14, to and now they're going to face this week of Ole Miss. And uh, this is going to be a good one. This is uh, coming up this weekend. That's going to be a good game. All right. Now, I want to take a look at this Heisman watch before we go, uh, go on a break, but I tell you, this uh, it's not going to be easy. Because um, we got Andrew Luck at the top with Russell Wilson out of Wisconsin, number two, Kellen Moore at number three uh, out of Boise State, and Trent Richardson out of Alabama, that running back, and uh, Boston University have Griffin, Robert Griffin the third, and uh, Landry Jones out at Oklahoma. Right now, it is no competition. Head and shoulders, Andrew Luck is at the top of the Heisman watch. And uh, we want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back for our last segment. And we're going to say some nice words about a few people that had a not-so-good weekend. And we're going to bring it right back after this tic-tac. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet. Hey, I got my former co-host here from... From under the helmets with uh, Coach Al Gross. He's down in my hometown of Stockton, California. Not only my hometown, but his hometown, too. He got his family and friends and loved ones all around him. Man, it got to feel good this time of the year to have have all your loved ones around you, man. How you feeling, big dog? I'm feeling great, big fella. And, you know, being in Stockton and seeing everybody and getting the love that it, that you get when you come home and people happy to see you is nothing like it. Went out yesterday and... Uh, saw those doggone Raiders and felt the energy down at the uh, Coliseum. You know, the Raiders are coming back. They had Al Davis, uh, his memorial. And I took about five youngsters, and they got a chance to meet the players. So it was a great experience for them. And uh, on on the negative side of it, my Cleveland Browns got beat. They made a last run at the end, but it was just too much Raider Nation. And uh, that's how the game turned out. Yeah, man, I know how that goes, man. And, and you know, I, I I had a little love for you there, but you know my Raiders, man. I've been I've been pulling for them Raiders for years, man. And uh, <laughs> well, you know, we grew up on the Raiders. So yeah, I wasn't yeah. totally mad, but you know, I'm I have to go with the Browns first. But you know, my my team growing up has been the Raiders. Uh, you know that silver and black tradition, and we lost a great one uh, uh, with Al Davis, who. We can all uh, uh, all of us said love and watch pro football. Uh, he's yeah. done a lot for the game. Yeah, yeah, I, I did at the conclusion of this show. This is my last segment today. I wanted to take a you know five five ten second moment of silence for Al Davis because uh, you know I did I did not uh, air the show last week. We did a rerun and I was out, but I do want to have a moment of silence for Al Davis. Let's take the time to do that for a few seconds. God bless you, man. Rest in peace, Al. Man, we're gonna be missed, yes, big fella. Yes, sir. Well, hey, we had another. We have another one to uh, to send out to uh, Dan Weld and his family. Uh, it lost him uh, yesterday to the Indy car racing driver uh, down in uh, Vegas. And uh, man, what a uh, what a loss, man. I, I sure hate to lose that fella. And you uh, <clears throat> he looks like he was just so full of life. And and uh, man, that's just uh, in in the world of sports. We just don't realize how how precious our lives are, so we got to be got to be a little more cautious and a little more careful out there when we are abusing our bodies. 
But, hey, man, what you think about that Bernard Hopkins, man? Do you think he should just say goodbye, man? I just wanted to touch on this boxing thing real quick, and I'm going to move to the NBA after I ask you that one. <laughs> well, you know, it's amazing that he is still boxing at his age. And, you know, I'm for anybody getting out of boxing or football after they've hit, you know, the, that past 35 because you're doing some damage up there to the brain. And you, you may not feel it now, but, you know, as you know, big fella, when you get around your 50s and uh, and on into your 60s, uh, that stuff will catch up to you. So I hope he, he has enough money that he can stop. But that was a, a controversial ending, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be back in the ring. Wow, that's what you know, man. It took uh, it took me three times, man. But uh, uh, I walked away from the game three times before I finally said goodbye. But man, it was hard to say goodbye to something I've been doing since I was nine years old, big fella. Well, you know, when uh, at the game yesterday, I hadn't been to a stadium in a while to see a pro game. But you know, when they call the starting lineup and you run out on the field, yeah. Man, I got the chills myself up in the stands. Now, I'm about 200 yards away from the field, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you never lose the thrill of uh, being a starter running out before the game because you never get it anywhere else. You never no, get you it never get that again. nowhere else. And uh, you know, if you've had a taste, it's hard to walk away. Man. That and uh, the the love of the guys in the locker room and. That whole thing. All that camaraderie, that is wonderful, too, man. That's what another thing I miss. But, hey, man, you know, uh, uh, going along with, this, uh, with the NFL, uh, right towards midway of the season, you usually have the NBA kick in, and then you got the, the uh, abundance of football, NBA, and foot and baseball all kind of cluttered into one. And I just love this time of the year. And now I got NBA is having a lockout. Don't look like the season going to kick off. It looks like they're talking about if we don't have nothing done by the end of the month, they're going to cancel the whole season. Man, what's your thoughts on this? I think that it will go up until – I'll say I'm going to predict that they're going to miss half the season, and this is this is why I say that. I've been following it pretty close to being a basketball lover just like you. First of all, nobody – uh, no, the most of the fans are caught up in football, and they won't really turn too much attention to it after until Christmas time. And there's such a big difference between the, uh, what they're asking for, the players, what they're asking the players for. And then on the other end of it, the owners are divided in terms of how they're going to split the revenue and bring parity to the NBA. It's, it's kind of lopsided like the way baseball is set up. And everybody's trying to get that NFL model of revenue sharing and parity, but it's so they've been doing it so long. Baseball and basketball have a big problem, and the small market teams are having a hard time uh, fielding good good enough teams to you know compete. So it's going to be uh, a while because they're not going to get the players to cave in because they're already making tons of money, and you're not you know you know they they put things in place by watching the NFL. So they're not going to run out of money and have to go back because of that. They're going to go back in, you know, uh, at the, at the behest of their ship saying it's okay to go back. 
Right, right. Well, hey, I want to move on to these Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals uh, a couple of weeks ago played the Minnesota Vikings, and they couldn't hold that Jared uh, Allen to save their lives. They couldn't block the sun out their eyes, and, and, uh, and more or less uh, Jared Allen. And uh, we watched that game. When I say we, I'm talking about my wife, me, my wife, and I got uh, 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 Frank Sanders sitting with me, and we looking at the game saying, good Lord, man, somebody make some sideline adjustments. Somebody do something in the locker room. Come out and chip this. Uh, somebody bring a running back and chip this guy or lead the tight end in so the tight end can at least take a slap at him or something. Throw a, throw a, uh, a hammer at his knee or something. Man, nobody made no adjustments. And then here come the Chicago Bears. The Chicago, Chicago Bears did everything I said the Cardinals should have done on the sideline adjustments and the locker room adjustments. Why isn't it anybody in that booth upstairs saying, hey, send a running back to slow that dude down because he's beating your quarterback upside the head like a drum. Well, Wizard Hunt is, you know, is, is touted as a very uh, uh, knowledgeable and very good uh, offensive coordinator. Agreed. But the Cardinals. The Cardinals are on life support right now. They can break out those, uh, you know, those things they put on your chest and they go clear and they they hit you with them. It's going to be time to do that here in a quick. If they lose Sunday and they and they have another, the losing streak continues. They're going to be needing to hit them with the life support. <laughs> yes, because uh, you know the defense has a problem closing games out and stopping people. So they got problems on both sides of the ball, of the ball that need to be resolved. And uh, if you can't make adjustments. You won't go far in the play, you know, making the playoffs. That's the mark of a good coaching staff. You know, and that's my point. If you see that uh, uh, your your man, like even I'm, even as a player, I come to the sign and I tell the coach, get me, uh, have Emmett chip this dude before he go out into his route. Have Jay Novacek pop this guy in the mouth before he go out or something. I'm ain't, I'm not ashamed to ask for some help, but somebody do something, make some sort of adjustment. Just don't let this man hit your quarterback all upside the head. Or not the whole game. <laughs> not the whole game. Not the whole game. Not the whole yeah, game. Yeah, you know, and, it, and, and all they have to do, you know, DKB, and I'm a defensive back, and you're an offensive lineman. You know, all you need is a little bit to keep him from hitting hitting the edge so hard till the guy can get his hands on him, and he's got a better opportunity to do that. Uh, the, the running back's route is not going to make or break the play most of the time. You're trying to go downfield anyway. I don't see why that didn't happen either, so that's a great point. Well, see, what I don't understand is that on the sideline, they got the the, uh, the images are coming in on the sideline on a fax machine that sits right right in between the benches, between the offensive linemen and the uh, quarterbacks over there. They have uh, this video imaging that is sent down to them and is showing that this dude is beating your tackle like a drum and then he's He's beating your quarterback upside the head, and and you need to do something to to uh, make your adjustments. And I just wondered, man, uh, with all this technology and all this knowledge, you got people in the booth. They got radios. They got telephones. Everybody communicating with each other. Why haven't we made no adjustments, man? It just bothers me that I sat through that whole game and uh, with myself and Frank Sanders sitting there saying, what in the hell is going on, big fella? 
Well, maybe they need to go back to old school and get a clothesline and put a pin on it and get it down. Maybe they didn't get it. Nobody's getting the message? Oh, cool. Maybe they need to get a picture and put it on a clothesline and then wheel it down. Man, I tell you. If they don't do something this Sunday uh, with, Chicago, with a very good Chicago Bears team, and let's hope Julius Peppers is still injured because you can better believe they're gonna stick him on the right edge, wherever that right, ta- that left tackle of the Cardinals was, that was having trouble with Jared Allen. And I would best, I would bet that Julius Peppers is a better rusher than Jared Allen at this point in his career, and uh, they're gonna have the same problem uh, this week if they don't get it handled. Wow, man, they better get that, get a handle on this thing, cause the boy is getting out of hand in a hurry. And if they don't, uh, if they don't, yeah, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna be on life support. Are you telling me that, uh, the Cardinals is playing the, uh, the Bears coming up here this weekend? Uh, that's what I think is on the schedule, the Bears, Chicago Bears. Um, no, I believe you might, you might not. You might have to break out number seventy. Might seventy might have to fly back into action and get on that left side. <laughs> they Man, need some you know what? Knockers. They need some snot knocking going on. If they run the ball a little boy, those guys can't blow off the edge like that. Well, you know, I I, I do have credentials in those areas, big fella, and, <laughs> and, and, and and I'm not scared. <laughs> Man, I got four quarters in me. I could do that. Well, hey, man, I want to uh, give you some props, man, on, on, on for you coming on the show. I appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, anything you'd like to plug in for the Hitman Sports? Anything you know, you know we have a, a program that focuses on high school and, and youth football called First and Ten Football. It's on the Voice America Network. And getting my start with you has definitely helped that with From Under the Helmet. And, you know, uh, anything I can do for you, big fella, you know all you got to do is I'm a phone call away. Well, man, I appreciate you calling in on the show, man. And uh, when your show, when is your show uh, airing? It's Wednesday at one p.m. But you know the beauty of our, our what we do on Voice America is you can pull the show up anytime. You don't have to listen to it live. But we're on at one o'clock Pacific, four p.m. Eastern. Nice. Well, hey, man, thanks for calling in, and you have a good time down there in uh, in that Northern Cal, man. And stay stay warm. All right, I love you, big fella. All right, love you too, man. Take care. All right, that was uh, Coach Al Gross for joining me here from Under the Helmet. I would like to give a uh, 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 a promo for uh, com. Go check out uh, Derek Kennard Jr. over at ProEdgePerformance.com and get your workouts on, your your personal training. And then you have Blueprint Education. Uh, you have your charter schools as well as your alternative schools, uh, blueprinteducation.org, and then you also have ArizonaPopWarner.org uh, in this playoff time for our Pop Warner football here in Arizona. All right, I want to thank you for being on the show, Coach Al Gross, and you guys please stay tuned from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. 
Gary Kennard. We'll be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet.